0: Bucketeers Podcast is a proud member of the TSPN, the Timeskew Podcast Network. You can catch our podcast in a number of outlets, including timeskew.com, Apple, and Spotify today. You can also find us on Google. You can follow us on Twitter at Bucketeers. It is time yet again for another fantastic edition of our pre-game podcast. We are fired up. It's Sunday. It's early. We're ready to go. We got a great game brewing two NFC heavyweights. We'll see what happens here between the Battle of the Bays, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the Green Bay Packers. It's rivalry, a little old tradition school football smash mouth football matchup. We're always joined by our co-host, Big Bukowski. We'll bring him in here in a minute. But once again, the pregame pods, you can find us every pregame game game day. We'll have some Monday night matchups coming up. So be on the lookout for those on Mondays, obviously Sundays, Sundays. We had our Thursday game, and we had a great pregame pod with the Chicago Bears, and we're looking to replicate that this week with the Green Bay Packers. We're excited to be joined full-time. He was in and out of the episode last week. We get him back full-time this week. We're excited. We're excited. Big Bukowski, how are we, my brother? It's another week to try and redeem ourselves. This is a very big game for this Buccaneers team. Four and two is a hell of a lot different than three and three, especially with the Saints in a bye week. We can't be falling behind.
1: I mean, it's going to be tough, especially with this game. Um, Packers are undefeated, but I just kind of want to reiterate that they're not impossible to beat. Um. And I think this is going to be a genuine shootout. Uh, Packers, I mean, we went into detail about the Packers' secondary, uh, Jair Alexander. But other than that, they don't really have too much uh, pass defenders that could stop a pissed off Tom Brady. Um, and I'm putting emphasis on the pissed off part because he plays a lot better when he's pissed off. And I think he's uber pissed off. And guys. This is going to be the first game that we're going to see everyone healthy on the offensive side Mm -hmm. of the ball. There's no questionables. We still have uh, Vita Vea and O.J. Howard on IR, but huge. We got Chris Godwin in the lineup. Huge. We got Lennon Fournette in the lineup. Um, It's our game to lose, and we know that we can beat this team.
0: It is definitely our game to lose. And Big Bukowski, in other news, out of the lineup, I did take Scotty Miller out of my fantasy football lineup to try and propel him. Because in the two games I started him this season, he has combined for one fantasy point. So, Woo! in every other game I didn't start him, I think he got 7, 8, and 15, or 7, 8, and 14. You know, pretty good numbers. So Yeah. I, and... Reverse psychology, I'm starting Rob Gronkowski, who hasn't popped off yet this year. So maybe if I sneak Gronk into the lineup, he's going to go off. Scotty Miller out of the lineup. And I think it's interesting, Big Buckowski, because as you mentioned, the real only big-time threat in that Packers secondary, in our respective opinions, is Jire Alexander, who is slowly becoming one of the top corners in the game. Um, Obviously, they have a few other good defensive backs like Savage and whatnot. But Alexander, the thing with him is he is a game changer. But after that, they don't have a lot. But for whatever reason, they have been able to hold receiving – wide receiving corpses to under 150 receiving yards in pretty much every game on average this year so it'll be interesting to see if a healthier Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Scotty Miller, Justin Watson could go out there and put up 150 but that's why I also think maybe the tight ends have a big game here as they have been subpar against wide receivers so we'll see what happens battle of the bays big buckowski who are we going with for your Packers player to look out for tomorrow and why I think
1: uh, – I know we went over a couple of uh, different options last pod, Um, but I think the overall theme, at least for two of those guys that we mentioned, which is uh, Aaron Jones and Corey Lindsley, they're compliments to the man himself. I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers. Um, He is going to – it's gonna be a it's gonna be a shootout. I I know a lot of guys are gonna be disappointed in our defensive performance, but I also want to reiterate that this is Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers is probably gonna go off for at least about 300 yards and a couple of touchdowns. But uh, I also want to throw in an interception there. I'm gonna give our boy Antoine Winfield Jr that honor of picking off Aaron Rodgers, just like his
0: daddy did in 2009 against the Broncos. So let's get it. Yeah. I like that point a lot. I I love that Winfield factor because as you said, his dad just did it not too long ago. It's kind of a nostalgic moment seeing now his son face Aaron Rodgers, especially as an NFL fan who just remembers how much of a tremendous player his dad was. So it's going to be crazy. And, you know, speaking of crazy, I think that, you know, Aaron Rodgers is a great point, especially because he is guys. As such, you mentioned uh, Aaron Jones and company Corey Lindley on the Bucket, uh, Bucketeers pod earlier this week, but. I'm going to go a little different here because I'm going to go on the defensive side of the ball to change things up a little bit. I'm a little nervous after last week's performance by our offensive line on both the penalty front and the fact that Khalil Mack kind of had his day with us. Robert Quinn got in a little bit too. Are you picking Smith? I'm going to, you know, Zadarius Smith has five sacks this year, but I'm going to go with the guy to watch is Preston Smith here because Preston Smith, he only has half a sack coming into the season, but he's a guy who could get a lot more than that. They're known as the Smith brothers a little bit in Green Bay. Zadarius Smith is kind of, you know, the bigger name, the bigger guy who takes a lot of um, the – guts and glamour of the two, but we can't overlook the other Smith as Preston Smith had twelve last year and two years before that he had eight in Washington. So, you know, two of the past four years he's played. He's had high sack numbers, high sack counts. Zadarius Smith is obviously going to be the one the Bucks are highlighting, double teaming perhaps shoving Gronk bright. Hudson or running backs such as Ronald Jones, Keyshawn Vaughn on him to try and help any way they can. I mean, let's be honest. Um, Donovan Smith has his hands full week in and week out. Sometimes he produces good, sometimes not. What makes it tell us that they're not going to just try and rush Zadarius Smith down his throat? So say they do that. Say the Bucks use Gronk on that side. Say they kind of hold Zadarius Smith. And then say the rookie Tristan Worf is one-on-one with Preston Smith. It'll be a big... Big battle. Not that Worst played awful last week, but obviously the first few weeks he did play better. So in my opinion, Preston Smith is the man to watch. Is the Darius Smith coming into the game has five sacks and He's going to, you know, get his fair share of double teams, perhaps triple teams. So Preston Smith and one-on-one coverage a lot will be the man to watch for me for the Packers. Big Buckowski. who do you like on the Bucks? We're a little full strength, as you mentioned, besides O.J. Howard, besides Vita Vea being down for the year, and besides maybe Khalil Davis, who's 50-50 on playing at this point. But in other words, we have Scotty Miller playing. We got Gronk playing. We got Godwin playing. We got Evans healthy. Fournette's a question mark, but he should play. We have LaShawn McCoy back, it looks like. We have Carlton Davis ready to go. Big Bukowski, who is your player to look out for in tomorrow against this crucial matchup against the Packers?
1: I mean – I feel like a kid in a candy store, I can point to any one of these guys and tell you that they're going to have a big game because they are that good. They are superstars in their own right. And it's it's a blessing to have every single one of these guys on our offense. Every single one of these guys could be the W1, the W2 in the, in an offensive scheme. They could be the tight end uh, a workhorse on any offense. Um, so I'm just going to go with – the tides here, I'm just going to go with, um, like, how the water is running. Jair Alexander, he's probably going to be shadowing Mike Evans. And this year, there, there has not been a single corner better than Alexander in pass coverage over the last few games than uh, Alexander has and so I'm going to go with the uh, the other side. I'm going to say that this is going to be the biggest game Chris Godwin has had in 2020. I think he's going to catch uh, maybe about seven or eight balls for a uh, buck 50 and maybe a couple touchdowns
0: as well. I think they're going to really work that side. Yeah, I think Godwin's a good one. I think he's going to come back with a vengeance. He's had a few pretty good games this year, not a breakout game like we're used to seeing from Chris Godwin. So I think that is indeed a very, very good pick in Chris Godwin. Look for him to try and shake open over the middle as Alexander's kind of drawn to Mike Evans, as Big Buck pointed out. In theory, you would expect that to be the case. So look for Chris Godwin to have a big game. I think that's a great choice. And again, I'm kind of going to play devil's advocate. I'm going to go on the defensive side of the ball just to keep things interesting, keep things a little different. And once again, our offense has so many good choices, so many good options. Godwin is probably the best one there. I do agree with that defensively. I'm going with a man who last week, maybe in his mind, even though the refs screwed him, I think he maybe thinks he costed us last week. I think he's going to come back with a big game. He's still looking for that big payday. I'm going to go with the man himself, Shaquille Barrett. I think we're going to need him heavily in this game. We're going to need him to get after the quarterback, especially without the presence of Vita Vea. We still don't know what type of impact that may play, whether it's Nunez, Roaches, Khalil Davis, and Pat O'Connor getting some tick in the middle, whether it's William Golston moving in the middle. We're not really sure, but we do know that front seven is going to have to play a little different in general without Vita Veya nonetheless. So look for Shaq Barrett to step up, earn that payday he's looking for. Look for him to get a sack or two tomorrow. A lot of QB pressures on Rodgers, man. I think Shaq Barrett has a game in his mind from last week where he got accused, and I'm saying accused because I still don't think that he was a guilty party here. He got accused of a flagrant offsides penalty that was a false start and then he got accused again of a roughing the passer that really was not roughing the passer to many Bucks fans and NFL's fans eyes in general so two plays that were huge not only against Shaquille Barrett but against the Bucs in general last week as the Bears ended up scoring field goals or touchdowns in each of those drives and it was a two point or I'm sorry a one point win for the Bears so in theory those scores cost us big time big buck house game not sure about you but i think we've named some great ones what's your final score prediction for tomorrow what's it looking like in the battle of the bays you know be honest here i i know you're a little 50 50 on this matchup don't feel pressured into picking your buccaneers
1: i mean i i will be rooting for my buccaneers no matter what it's um that's that's not that's never gonna change you know i don't care who we're playing up against We could be playing up against the Chiefs or the Raiders uh, a little further down the season. In fact, we have the Raiders next week. That's going to be interesting.
0: Sunday night football.
1: Yes, sir. So, uh, if we don't win this, we're going – we have a really hard schedule. Um, Unfortunately, I don't really really see us winning this. I think we're going to be going down to uh, – it's going to be an air show. I think both guys, both old guys, both 12s, are going to put up incredible incredible numbers. So if you either have Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady on your fantasy team, this would be a definite lock Um, because both teams – I mean, our past defense is a little bit better than the Packers, but we're playing off against Aaron Rodgers, and that is arguably the biggest competition this defense has played all year. Um, And I am including uh, uh, Drew Brees uh, in that. So I think it's going to be about 30 – I think I said 35-21. And I'm going to hold true to that. I think um, what's going to happen is there's going to be a couple of drives where we're going to be clicking on offense and there's going to be a penalty and it's going to reset us and we're going to have to punt the ball. And that's going to give Aaron Rodgers just enough wiggle room to, uh, to leap ahead and never let go of the lead.
0: Yeah, and it's just, it's tough because as you said, our schedule is about to get real tough as we bounce back and forth between primetime or big games. You have Packers and Sunday night football with the Raiders, then a tricky matchup at the Giants on Monday night football, then home against the Saints on a Sunday night football. It, it keeps getting tougher, man. We're We're digging in here. But Big Buck, a point I want to make quick is not that this is a scenario we want to happen, but the Buccaneers have to be playing at the very least 500 football, meaning we have to be 500 heading into week um, 14 of the season when then we take on the Vikings at home because we do end with four favorable matchups. We have home against the Vikings at, at Atlanta, at Detroit, and then home against Atlanta. All those are wins. You figure the Bucks could easily run the table there, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's
1: easy. Close out. Uh, kind of win. If we can just win, like, the ne- like the next couple of games over the, la- over the next couple of weeks, I, I know people are going to be, you know uh, – um, Kind of crazy that we're 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 not at the record that we thought that we were gonna be. But I think the last month of the season, that's a lock. That's the win, 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 win playoffs. Let's get it.
0: Yep. And I'm not saying that we're gonna be five hundred heading into that game. I'm just saying if worse thing, you know, happens, if Bucks are struggling a little bit. That that is a good. At least we have that, those four games because there's a 90% chance we win those four. And even if we go three and one, nine and seven might back us into the seventh seed. Not that that's what we want happening, but as a Bucks fan, I think we just want to get into the playoffs. So I could see nine and seven after the NFC kind of beats up on each other over these next uh, 13 weeks or so, 12 weeks or so. I think we're going to see the NFC keep getting tougher. We already see Arizona falling off a little bit. Dak Prescott's out for the year. A lot of these NFC teams who were once deemed competitors are still going to be competitors. But, you know, things aren't going to be easy for them as it's not going to be easy for us. But I do think the Buccaneers win this one. It's going to be a close one. I think we escape with victory. I'm going to go with 23-20 here. I think it's another nail-biter, another close game, a low-scoring game. I know this Packers offense has been extraordinary. I think this Bucks defense just comes fired up, ready to go, playing some lockdown football. I think Tom Brady continues to play some great turnover-free football. And once again, you're listening to the Bucketeers pregame podcast. Brought to you by the Timeskew Podcast Network, Big Buck Kowski and myself for a couple more minutes here. We're joined in and Big Buck, one thing real quick. When you wake up on a Sunday, what's your favorite drink of choice? Are you going for a coffee to wake you up a little bit? You going with that tea? You going with the soda? You you know, are are you going to hydrate with that water, knowing you got some salty snacks or some alcoholic beverages perhaps coming your way later during the day? Big Buckowski, what are we rolling with? What's your game day morning drink of choice, bright and early? I know what I'm going with, but I'll wait to hear yours first.
1: All right, so I take. Two styrofoam cups. Oh. And I, and I put them <laughs> into each other. I take uh, grape jolly ranchers and I throw <laughs> them in there. Okay. And I grab uh, some cough syrup and oh. some
0: Sprite. <laughs> We're going with the John Jolly former Packer way of things here, aren't we, <laughs> Mr. Johnny Jolly?
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, I I usually rock with a coffee. Um, this game is going to have me on edge. Uh, I might have to cut into that a little bit, but definitely I'm going to be, uh, drinking like a hot coffee. It's starting to
0: finally get cold here in Arizona. Hold on. What do you can, what the hell do you consider cold? I'm just curious. Like, what is, what do you consider cold? My friend, I'm a Chicagoan. What do you consider cold? Because I think we might have to scrap here after this episode. It is going to be
1: a whopping 58 degrees. Okay, buddy.
0: Okay, buddy. It's already <laughs> touching the 30s here during nighttime. It's already in the damn 30s here in the middle of the night. A whopping 50-something degrees. That's Woo! That's what you call football weather in Chicago at this time. Football weather. I know. I wish I lived
1: somewhere where I had four seasons, you know. I wish I, I – you know, I'm warm-blooded, so I'm meant for the cold. Um, but cold for us here in the sunniest part of the world, it's gonna get 58 degrees, and my wife is already acting like it's gonna be a blizzard. She has uh hoodies and oh my and I know, I know, and then she has to take it off because it's hot as hell. It goes from 58 degrees to 95 degrees, and that's the definition of a desert, my friends. Um, so for right now, you can bitch about me about the cold, but when it's summer season, I don't want to fucking hear about it. <laughs> yep. you, you
0: know, I, I do give you that. It, it gets <laughs> hot and heavy down there in the summer. Speaking of that, let's hope that this weather in Tampa tomorrow plays a little bit into the Buccaneers favor. Let's hope it's a hot and humid one. The Packers are used to, you know, cooler weather games playing out of green Bay in Wisconsin, but my drinking choice in the morning, Wake up, listen to the pregame pod. I put some cream in a cup, and then I get my coffee going. You know, I mean, it's it's already a little nipply out over here, so it's a I, nipply. I think it's a little justified for me to be drinking the warm beverage in the morning. Eh, yeah, hell though, I do like hot coffee when it's warm out too. So, you know, and then I do not eat until the Bucks game is complete. So if we're playing Sunday night football, I'm pretty screwed. Because I'm going nine, ten hours without a meal. That's how nervous I get for a game. I, You know, I can't touch the food until the game is over. Zero's on the clock. That's just one of my few traditions. I love hearing about traditions. You know, traditions are great things. Look, look at us. Big Buck, you know, Jolly Rancher Sprite, Double Cup, Dirty Soda type of guy, which is awesome. Fantastic. Great. I'm more of a coffee, no eat type of guy. So. You know, whatever way you look at it, you you may have your issues with both. But nonetheless, we're just two guys doing our thing, using our rituals, hoping to get our team to victory. Big Buck, any closeout words on how else you help the Buccaneers escape with a victory each and every week with your fandom traditions? And any last words for Buccaneers Nation as we head into this big game tonight against Green Bay? Buccaneers
1: Nation, hear my cry. Okay, I know that I said that the Packers could win this game, and my prediction reflects that. But I want to reiterate that I will be rooting for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Just because I chose them to win doesn't mean that I'm not going to be rooting for them. I know it's going to be a hard, tough game. This team is undefeated. And if we give the Packers their first loss – and honestly, I think over the years we've beaten – better Packer teams with less. And um, and I can definitely – and you know what? Aaron Rodgers were a part of those teams. He's riding a really hot hand. I think it's going to be a really good game, and we're going to be – we're not going to feel the same way we did against Chicago. Chicago was absolutely devastating. If we, say, barely lose and we give it our all – I'm not worried about it. I just want to see us get more disciplined, less penalties. Um, And then, like, I feel like the NFL officiating owes us one, too. So I think there might be a couple calls that the Packers are going to be complaining about. But all we're going to be just doing is, bro, same, and. I think it's going to be a fun one. I think it's going to be a game of the year kind of caliber kind of game. It's going to be a massive shootout. Grab your popcorn, grab your soda, sit down on a lazy boy, kick your feet up and enjoy this game of Goliaths going off.
0: Yeah, if we miraculously do start getting calls, Big Buckowski, I will start. I, I will send you a lot of money because this NFL officiating crew seem to hate us. Even with Tom Brady, who's used to getting a lot of calls in the past, we're still not getting him. Big Buck, real quick, I'd like to ask you and one other thing before I wrap it up here. I, you know, the Bucks were three and zero in games that I wore my John Lynch creamsicle. We fell to three and one last week when I wore it. Do you think I'd stick with that creamsicle because we still have a winning record? I went 0-1 week one wearing the OJ Howard. He's out for the year. So that's not in consideration. I have a Tom Brady that I haven't worn for game days yet. Do I lean that direction? Do I go with my Levante David or do I go throwback Derek Brooks, Adrian Claiborne type Jersey? Where do I go here? Uh, do you have a Rondé? I do have a Rondé, but um, it's a little snug. Ah, you grew out of it. Okay.
1: Um, this is where my mind is at. We, for the first time this year, are, re- are wearing white and pewter. Those That combination of uniforms brought us to a Super Bowl. Mm. People will remember the greatest, uh, well, second greatest moment in Tampa Bay Buccaneer history. Uh, Rondé Barber, pick six against Donovan McNabb in the NFC Championship game in the coldest murkiest kind of day philadelphia has to offer and you know that was a really special moment for a lot of buccaneer fans and i think there's going to be a lot of vibe with those jerseys i think we're going to be feeling it so i think a john lynch creamsicle would be as appropriate as a Rondé, and also i want to reiterate that um, you wore your John Lynch creamsicle in a game that if the officiating was a little bit better, we would have won. So I say rock the creamsicle brother.
0: Okay. I'll rock it one more week. And it, you know, if it bodes unwell this week, then maybe moving. Burn it. <laughs> we'll look to the Tom Brady white Jersey to give us hope the newer Jersey anyways. Yeah. We might have to burn it or whatnot. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think the bucks are going to try and come out. Guns blazing, guns firing on Sunday and try and win this damn game later today. Big Bukowski, Tampa Tones here. Once again, we are the Bucketeers. You can find us on the Timeskew Podcast Network. You can catch us on Twitter at Bucketeers. Please, please, please get our names out there. We appreciate all our fans. The Red Imputer Group Jet, specifically the Chef Brothers, uh, Killa Huncho, Melanie B, A Katz, Andrew Katzman, Cody G., Um, just so many great people in there that do support us. We thank you all who do listen to us regularly, who do give us feedback, who do give us input on our episodes. Once again, the Bucketeers podcast is a proud member of the TSPN. We look forward to being back with you guys on Tuesday or Wednesday with the new episode. He's Big Buck. I'm Tampa Tones. Until next time. Thank you.